Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson.
Thank you, 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 thank you. Worship you, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 My worship, my God, worship, all of my worship, Woo! worship, my God, all of my worship, my God, see my worship, all of my worship. My God, you are, you are worthy. My God, you are so worthy. You are so worthy. God, you are so faithful. You are so good and your mercy endureth forever. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I honor you. My God, I lift up the name of Jesus. My God, I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. I glorify you. I magnify 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 you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Who just said that? I feel the exact same way. What a wonderful way to start our year out. My God, we bless you, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you. We lift up the King of glory. 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 My God, wonderful counselor. My God, King of kings, Lord of lords, great I am. My God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I bless you, I praise you, I magnify you, I glorify you. I lift up the name of Jesus. 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 My God, we bless your name. We praise your name. 
We magnify you and we glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations uh, with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, um, a.k.a. L.M.J. And I, um, I'm so glad to be here with you this morning. I am so grateful to be able to worship with you the first first devotional of the year. Can I tell y'all something? This is season five. This is season five. Today we enter into season five of Coffee and Conversations. I think we are on our 942nd devotional. I was looking out yesterday. We have uh, over 780 written devotionals out there. God has just been so faithful. So I'm super excited to see what season five begins. We have over 32,000 listens on our podcast. We have so many folks who have rededicated their life to the Lord. We have so many folks um, who have come to Christ. Like it has just been so, so, so powerful so amazing this year i have some goals on my board of the number of listeners the number of souls being saved we are after 12 million souls we are after the city the state the nation the world through worldwide evangelism through spreading the gospel um through all the ways that he leads to do us to do this this year so i'm so happy with you i needed you to know if you've never been here before you never understand this is a move we are a community of believers growing in grace, growing in the wisdom of God. This is not just a moment. We are here to rightly divide the word of God so that we can walk into the fullness of who God called us to be in Christ Jesus. If you want to know more about the ministry, my bangs are acting up this one. If you want to know more about the ministry, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Go subscribe to the written devotionals over there right go subscribe to the written written devotionals over there you can find out all about us you can look at our background you can just every like everything on how to connect to us we want you to stay connected this year because we are a family we are a family we are a family we have seen miracle signs and wonders on this devotional we have experienced the goodness of the lord my god and we're not gonna stop we're not gonna stop we're not gonna stop we're not gonna stop so thank you thank you for every share thank you for every listen thank you for your involvement um, thank you, Father God, just for your faithfulness. Thank you for allowing us to serve your people. Thank you for showing us that this was bigger than us. <laughs> My God, that this is bigger than us. This is community. My God, this is bigger than us. This is community. My God, this is us. This is bigger than us. This is community. This is about your will being done in our life. I thank you, Father God, for revealing purpose to us. I thank you, Father God, for teaching us how to rightly divide the word of God. I thank you, Father God, for the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father God, we are not moved by what we see. We drive out every spirit of darkness, everything that has tried to come against us. My God, we drive out the 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 way last season. We're done. We're over last season. We are in a brand new season, a brand new fresh year, Father God. And we just can't wait to see, my God, how you reward us. For you said you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. My God. And you know what 942 devotionals tells me? We've been diligently seeking God. 
Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You got something to celebrate yourself. You got something to celebrate yourself. You know what? 942 devotionals tell me that you have been diligently seeking God. You know what? Over 30,000 something listens on the podcast tell me that you have been this diligently seeking God. So Father God, I just thank you for rewarding us according to diligently seeking you. My God, there's so much revelation in this. My God, for every devotional written, for every devotional read, my God, Father God, there is a reward when you seek the Father. There is a reward when you set your eyes on things above. There is a reward when you keep showing up and you keep being present. Can I tell you something real quick? God is not looking for you to be perfect. He is looking for your obedience. Can I tell you what obedience really is? Obedience is not you being perfect. Obedience is that you obey God, you trust God, and when God reveals something to you in your heart that doesn't look like him, then you start to align your life with what God is saying. That's how we obey God. My God, my God, that's how we honor God and that we trust God and that we live by faith, that we trust God and we live by faith. So Father God, I thank you for the grace to stand. My God, I thank you, Father God, for the grace to fall in a deeper love relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I need to do a few things first and then we're going to get into the devotional day. First, today, and I know I didn't make this announcement, so I'm making this announcement now. Today, we are starting, for those of you who want to participate, do not feel obligated, do not feel overwhelmed. We are going to start a 31-day fast. We're going to give up one thing for the fast. The point of the fast is for our community to grow in a relationship and grow in our relationship with Christ. Fasts always have targets. So our target during this fast is for us to grow in our relationship with Christ. So pray and ask the Lord. Are you to participate in the fast? If you feel the Lord, prick your heart to participate in the fast. Find the one thing that you're going to give up for the next 31 days, right? And give that thing up for the next 31 days. I will shortly place, so you need to subscribe to the devotional. You need to pay attention to the Facebook page. I'm going to post and email out prayer targets so that we can all be on one accord on the things that we are praying for. The goal of this fast is for us to grow in our relationship with God. And so if you've never been fast, if you've never fasted before, what a great way and a great time to learn how to fast. What a great way and a time to learn how to grow in your relationship with God. That is the whole point of this fast. This the, this fast is that so that we grow in our relationship. We grow closer in our relationship with God. So find one thing. One thing that you're going to set aside, one thing that you're going to set aside during this fast, one thing could be sweets, could be television, um, could be bread, could be sodas, could be meat. One thing for the next 31 days so that we can grow in our relationship with God. I'm so excited because I know when God orchestrates a fast, not me. I didn't wake up and say, oh, I'm going to fast. I fast all the time. I live a life of fasting. I really do. Um, but when God says to me, let's start a 31 day corporate fast so that we can grow closer in our relationship. Let's pray the word, pray some prayer targets so that we can grow in our relationship with God. So we'll drop that stuff later. If you make a decision to 
to commit to the fast. That's your personal commitment. We're going to do the prayer targets. We have some things we're going to pray over the next 31 days um, that are going to pierce our hearts and drive us into a closer relationship with God. And I don't know about you, but I'm super, super excited to grow closer to God. My God. Lord, I'm so excited to grow. Thank you, Father, for orchestrating a fast that's going to lead me into a closer relationship with you. My God, I thank you, Father God, for a fast that's going to lead me into a closer relationship with you. You are so faithful. You are so intentional. And I thank you for that. He is faithful. He is faithful and he is a rewarder. So if God lays it on your heart to participate with us, go ahead, decide today. We're starting today. Decide your thing today. Decide your thing today of what you're going to give up for the next 31 days. And we're going to pray together corporately. I am Lakita. I'm excited about it. I'm excited when God leads me in a fast. I'm like, Lord, thank you. 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 I know you're about to do something significant. So second, I need to, I need to thank Andrea. I need to just say thank you to Andrea. Um, I have been, I really can't explain it. Like I have been in so much, not like that. I think you guys will get it. I have been in, just my heart has been hurting over the last um, since my aunt died, like it is just, I just hurt. Like I hurt. It's a, not an abnormal hurt. It's been a normal hurt. Well, I don't always know how to articulate that. Some people just don't. Um, um, thank you to Andrea who bullied her way yesterday. <laughs> and I love that because I'm a bully. I don't wait on um, my friends to tell me what they need. I just kind of assert myself. So, Julia, thank you for showing up at the funeral. You don't know how much I needed you. You don't know how much I needed to see you. So, thank you, woman of God, for just being there, being my arm, being my light. I did not know she was coming. This was a very private family funeral. And she had asked me what time it was, and I was getting up to go to the bathroom, and she was there. And so just thank you for not, uh, for just bullying your way, for just being there, for just asserting yourself, for positioning yourself to be there for me. I appreciate you. I love you. I believe in giving honor where honor is due. So thank you, woman of God, for doing that, um, for listening to me, for um for listening, for being there, for supporting, for encouraging, for all the things that you did purposely, intentionally. I just praise you. I just worship you. And I just thank you, 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 thank you. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Because um, I do, we anyway thank you thank you for being that person yesterday thank you for that thank you for not waiting on me to say thank you for doing thank you for those of you who've checked on me thank you for those of you who pray mama Jeanette is another person she said I, there's something that I want to do significantly for you and I don't know what and she just did so thank you father God thank you mama Jeanette for just doing thank you for every prayer thank you for every call thank you guys for who who for just just being you and being intentional in my life also we are live on Instagram, and I just recognized that on Instagram, I'm on the LMJ Ministries page. I am not on the Lakeisha M. Johnson page, which is kind of funny. So I am getting ready to shift pages on that page. So Instagram, family, hold on just a second. I love y'all. I thank you. 
I bless, I bless you, I praise you. I just, I thank you. I thank you for that. Um, and so I want to say thank you for that. I want to say thank you for all that you guys are um, in my life continuously. It continues to bring me hope. It continues to bring me joy. Um, I am, even though I am bold and strong in the Lord, it does not mean that I am not um, human, right? And that human emotions, things, feelings, and all of that stuff does not impact me. It does impact me. It's just my response to it is different. It's just my response to it is different. So I just needed to say thank you to those things. And because we are a family in a community of believers, I think we all get to say thank you to those who go out of their way. Thank you to Julia. Thank you to all y'all. Just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know they were Miss Jackie. I know they were Jackie. I know Merritt. I know they were going forth. How do I know your prayers were going forth? Because I would not be able to do what I do daily without the prayer, my prayer team. Um, just all Sandrell, Miss Sandrell Johnson. Like I would not be able to do all that I do without the people who don't cover me and in prayer. And when you know um, I'm different, I respond to pain different. I'm not um, emotionally driven by pain. I know that grief can turn into an ugly spirit. So I don't thank you for that, Lakita. You do. So I don't allow grief to rule and lead me because I know grief can be a spirit and attach itself to you and make something so ugly that was never meant to be ugly that was supposed to really be beautiful whoa right the celebration of life for my aunt is meant to be beautiful so what grief will do is grief will try to target and turn it into something ugly okay grief will try to target. thank you now we're right on instagram thank y'all um grief will try to target it and turn into turn it into something ugly grief it has a spirit associated with it um and because i've lived the grief moments for so long i know what grief tries to do so lakita says something um important when you have strong friends or friends that are stable in the word you just kind of have to assert yourself in their life you cannot wait on them to tell you what they need because a lot of times they don't know how to articulate what they need doesn't mean that they don't need you it just means they don't know how to articulate or say to you what they need so you have to just kind of just begin to discern begin to learn them your pastors your teachers all of those people that you're connected to, you just got to kind of have to learn how to connect to them differently. It's not that they are not in need. They are in need. A lot of time, they just don't know how to articulate to you what, what they need, right? So that's just a lesson for your strong friends, your friends that are bold in Christ, your friends that are stable in the word. Sometimes just your presence and you being there. Sometimes you just sending a text, sending a call and you just connecting. Sometimes just checking in. Sometimes just saying, I love you. Sometimes just saying, I pray for you. All those things make a difference for your friends that are strong in the Lord. It doesn't mean that they aren't without emotional pain. They're just strong in the Lord. And when we're strong in the Lord, we've learned to worship instead of worry. Woo! we've learned to worship instead of worry we've learned to praise god we've learned to whatever but it doesn't mean that's real so i hope that helped that helped me that helped me that helped that helped me tremendously i I check on my apostle and pastor all the time even though they're the apostle and the pastor i don't assume that they good i check in what do you need what what can i do for you and then sometimes i just do or i ask the holy spirit what does he need me to pray for them that's how we stay connected in the body come on y'all can we be real that's what this devotional is about it's about being personal it's about being intimate 
that was good for me. That was good for me. That's a good. So all my strong people out there, y'all good. <laughs> I love you. I'm here for you. I'm supporting you. That's why it's important for us to be led by the Holy Spirit and not led by our flesh, right? Led by our Holy Spirit and not by our flesh. It helped me too, Lakita, just to remind myself of some things that I need to do for some people around me to make sure I'm better connected to them, um, especially if they don't know how to articulate what they need or explain what they need or even understand. All right. So brand new year, brand new devotional, brand new season. Um, definitely going to be led by the Holy Spirit and allow him to lead us more thoroughly in this season. Not that he hasn't, but being even more intentional. So I told you we were getting ready to learn more about Hannah, right? Yep. 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 They are being pressed um, to learn more about Hannah. Um, to learn more about a faithful and a tenacious prayer life, um, to to break out of our norm um, in this season, to trust God, to, I sent um, the prayer in the ministry team a verse yesterday, reminding them that this is a new thing. God is doing this new. He is not doing this in such a way that um, you've, you've, you've not been this way before. You've not been at this level before. You've not been in this spot before. You've not been in this space before. You have not been here before. You have not. You have not. And since you have not been here before, um, then that means you are going to have to really trust obey and be led by the Holy Spirit. That also means that you're going to have to find yourself in a different prayer life, in a different position, in a different season, in a different in a different place. Like you're going to have to press into God like never before. You're you're not going to be able to be to be limited in this season by your emotions. As a matter of fact, your emotions need to take a back seat to absolutely everything you're doing. You cannot afford to be emotionally led in this season. You cannot you cannot afford for your emotions, your emotions to make decisions for you. You cannot afford for your emotions. My cameras are acting strange this morning. Okay. You cannot afford for your emotions to make decisions for you. You cannot. That's not what you're going to be able to do in this season. No emotionally led decisions. No emotion, emotionally led decisions. Every decision um, made by your emotions is going to be a risk. My God, did you, can you, can you hear me on this? Can you just pause for a second? Can you get outside the boat no, and say that I can't afford to make an emotional decision in this season. I cannot afford in this season to make an emotional decision. I cannot afford to make an emotional decision. I cannot afford to be led by my emotions because if I make emotional decisions in this season, I'm going to take a risk. And can I just be honest? It may be a risk. It may not be worth the risk. It may not be because sometimes we'll make decisions and say and trust grace. Like it's almost uh, it's almost like pimping grace, right? We'll we'll make a decision and we'll trust. Oh, I got grace. No, in this decision, um, we've got to not be led by our feelings. We've got to be led by the Spirit. And so you need to declare that out your own mouth because when you declare things out your mouth, it sets something in motion. I cannot afford to make an emotion decision in this season. You need to say that personally. You need to make that personal. I cannot afford to make emotional decisions in 
this season. I cannot, I will not, and I refuse to. I cannot afford to make an emotional decision. And so one of the ways that we are going to put ourselves in a position to not make emotional decisions is we're going to be led by the spirit. But there is something I need to give to you and I need to teach you today. Um, And I need to show you as the Holy Spirit has been showing me, I got post-it notes all over my desk from notes that I was taking today. Before we learn this feverish, tenacious, faithful prayer life that Hannah had, we have got to learn how to resist the devil. Oh my God, my God. We have got to learn how to resist the devil. We are going to have to learn how to resist the devil. We're going to have to learn what it means to resist the devil. We're going to have to learn how, what? So we're going to skip over to James. My God, Holy Spirit, you lead this thing. We're going to meditate on James 4 and 7 today. Remember one of the things, the core things, y'all, and y'all hear me say some things that some of y'all been like, we've we've heard this before, but remember, we're going to have so many new people on this devotional. There's going to be so many believers that connect to our family this year that we've got to make sure they understand the, just kind of the culture for how we do things. Remember on this devotional, small bites still equal a meal. So we're chewing, We're, we're not big biting this season. We're not big biting this season. We're small bites this season. We're eating slices of bread, right? We're eating slices of bread. We're not, we're not taking big bites this season. We're not going to overly eat. We're not going to do that. We're, we're going to eat slices of bread, right? We're going to, we're going to eat slices of bread. We're going to eat a little bit of bread this season. We're going to learn how to rightly divide the word of God so that we are walking in this doing and living this, right? We're not getting ready to eat the whole loaf, um, in which we can't understand and which we can't retain and which we can't gauge whether or not the word is missing. So let's go over to James 4 and 7. I'm going to read more, but the scripture that we're foundationally focusing on is so submit, and I'm in the Amplified version of the Bible. So submit to the authority of God. (laughs) (laughs) My God, that within itself. So submit to the authority of God. (laughs) Resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he's going to flee. Already. This tells me the way that the devil is going to flee from me is that I submit, my God, come on, y'all, that I submit to the authority of God. So when the Holy Spirit is saying to us, you cannot afford to be led by your emotions in this season, that means I've got to submit my emotions to the authority of God. God, that is the very first part of this scripture. I'm submitting to the authority of God. So our Christian walk is a battle. We battling. So Satan is Satan is battling us for is battling against us to keep us from being transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Satan is battling us to keep us from walking in our authority. Satan is battling us to keep us connected to idols, connected to things that don't matter. Satan is battling us to keep us with 
with our hearts made of stone. Satan is battling us to keep us in the same rhythm, in the same step, with the same prayer life. Satan is battle. So this battle, this spiritual warfare battle is so real. <laughs> this spiritual warfare battle is so real. Angels are real. Satan is real. He is a sworn enemy of our Savior. And if Satan is a sworn enemy of our Savior, then guess what? Satan is a sworn enemy of yours. He is a, he, there is nothing cute about him. There is nothing not, not real about him. He's very, very real. He does not like you. He's not interested in you. And his desire is to turn you away from a life that is led by Christ that looks like the image of Christ. He is the author of lies. He is the author of deceit. He does not want you to function in the levels of the spirit realm. He wants you very fleshly. He wants you very emotional. He wants you to walk in something that's not the rhythm of God. He wants you caught up and all kinds of things. Last night I was so tired. And so someone was, one of my friends was texting me and they were like, yeah, I'm, I'm staying up. I'm about to, you know, I'm about to get on this Jake's. I said, I'm about to go to bed. <laughs> I'm about to watch Star Wars and go to bed. And I, because I knew I needed rest because I know that the enemy loves to deal with me where rest is concerned, right? Now I'm about to go to bed. I'm about to go to bed. I'm about to go to bed. God already gave me my word for the new year which was trust him, <laughs> submit to him, live in him, like be in him, lose yourself in him. God already told me what I needed to do for this new year. I'm going to go my butt to bed. So at 730, I, my butt was in, my butt was in the bed, right? Because I know, come on, Holy Spirit. I know lack of rest for me it is a spiritual disaster. I, it's a spiritual disaster. Lack of rest for me is to take me off kilter. Lack of rest for me. But, but in tradition, I would have stayed up, right? I, in tradition, I would have stayed up. I, oh, no, I got to stay up. No, I'm going to bed. I'm going, I'm going to bed because I heard the Lord when he said rest. I heard the Lord when he said it too, because lack of rest for me can lead to spiritual disaster, right? That's where the enemy wants us. He wants us out of step, out of sync. He wants us religious. He wants us culturally um, caught up. He wants us consumed. He wants us moved by our eyes and he wants us moving, right? So, Here's the thing you need to know. The devil cannot snatch snatch you away from Christ. He cannot. He cannot snatch you away from Christ. He cannot snatch you away from Christ. I'm going to say this again. He cannot snatch you away from Christ. That's not what he can do. That's not his actions. Um, that's not how he gets you. First John 5 and 18. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm them. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps them safe and the evil one cannot harm them. So Satan cannot take you away from God that he cannot. So you need to understand that, right? But this is what he does. He works so hard to cause division. So when James was talking to them, it was because there was division in the church. Come on, Holy Spirit. Can I, can I show, can we break this down? Can we walk in this revelation today? Can we receive the fullness of this that, that's about to change our lives? My God. 
So when James was talking to them, he was talking to them because he knew Satan was hard at causing division. Satan was hard at causing division in the church. Satan is hard at causing division in your house. My God, I have a heart for teens. I have a heart for teen girls. I have a, I have a heart um, for because I, I know how trifling I was. I have a heart for young women in their 20s. I have a heart for anybody who's different, boy or girl. I have a heart for boys. Like I, <clears throat> I just have a heart for your overall development right so if any <clears throat> if anybody will be um truthful watch this last year how the enemy tried to come into your house how the enemy tried to come into your ministry how the enemy tried to come into your business how the enemy tried to come into your workplace his whole assignment this year was to call cause division Oh, somebody testify and tell the truth. Somebody testify and tell the truth. The whole assignment of the enemy this year was to cause division. He wanted your families fighting. He wanted the body, the church of Christ fighting. Um, he wanted friends and loves in one. If, if you will be honest, this whole year, the fight has been against your family. The fight has been against your ministry. The fight has been against your purpose. Like the whole entire year, that is what the enemy wanted to do all year long was to cause division because this is what he COVID, come on. If we can't, we're not in assembly, right? See, you got to look at this differently. If we forsake the assembly, that if we don't stay connected together as a believer, like as a believer, we, we, we thought, we think the church is just the building, but he was coming for believers. He was coming for believers, right? He was shaking the foundation of what we believe. He wants to cause division among believers. I'm not talking about physical church buildings. I'm talking about we the church. We the church. His whole goal this year was to cause division, to place strife, my God, to come in between. He did it in some ways he did it so suddenly because this is what he knows. If there is division, then what happens is it renders your testimony to be ineffective. can't throw nothing. Somebody going to have to give me something soft to throw in the morning. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. If there is division, that's why I made a determination this year. I was not going to get caught up into anything political because the Lord told me to stay out of it. I didn't write my political beliefs and what I believe. I didn't talk about that. I didn't discuss that because the Lord told me to stay out of that mess. I didn't get into what president I liked, didn't like. The Lord told me to stay out of this mess. I didn't get into when people started, well, do you believe what they're saying? Do you believe this prophecy? I didn't get into this because the Lord told me to stay out of this mess. He told me that the, the deception, the hand of the enemy was to cause strife, was to cause division because he knows where division is, right? Where he knows where any division is, then my testimony to who Jesus is in my life is effective. If I can call, women of God, I need y'all to hear me on this. I'm not going to be able to teach all of this all today. This going to have to be a breakdown, right? This gonna have to be a breakdown. Women of God, in your house, if yo, if you can I just be real for just a second? If you're the woman of God in your house and say your husband isn't all all the way there yet, then the enemy loves to call division in a place where um you because your husband are being ugly, you already know he's not there in the Lord, and because your husband is being ugly, then you go be tit for tat with him. 
Or if your children, say you're not married, your children are being ugly, then you go tit for tat for them. Well, when I'm tit for tat for you, when I'm responding to you, not according to the word, right? Because I'm not submitting this situation to God. When I'm responding to you, not according to the word, but I'm responding to you according to the flesh, then what that does is it hinders my testimony. My God, what that does is if I'm cussing you out because you cussing me out, then it hinders my testimony. If my life, if I'm being pulled into things and my life is not an example because my testimony is how I live, not what I say. Right. Then my children are are watching because kids are children. Kids, kids are watching you. Kids don't care about what you're saying. They're looking to see if your lifestyle lines up with what you're trying to get them to believe. Remember, they're like sponges. They're like sponges. And so if if I'm in a circumstance or a situation and I'm pulled in to whatever your behavior is, I'm pulled in to whatever, then I have not submitted this situation to God. And that is what the assignment of Satan was this last year. That's what the assignment. He wanted our testimony to be ineffective because here's what the testimony of Jesus looks like. Shit, I Come on, Holy Spirit. This is what the testimony of, of Jesus looks like. This, this is what the testimony of Jesus looks like in action. Luke 10 and 27. He answered. He said, they said, what is the greatest commandment amongst you? What is a great, what is the greatest commandment amongst you? He said, this is, this is what he answered. This is what Jesus says. He says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. So when the enemy comes in to render your testimony ineffective, what he's going to try to do is position you where you don't love the Lord your God, where you walking in idols, where you walking in other things. He's going to try to position you where you don't love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind. So he's going to pry, apply pressure on you in the natural that makes it look like you're going to give up God. That makes it look like you're going to, he's going to try to snatch and take things away from you that you've idolized. He's going to snatch and take wet things away from you that you've set in precedent over God. He's going to try to snatch. He's going to plot pressure wherever your weak spots are, baby. He's going to apply pressure wherever your vulnerable spots are, baby. He's going to apply pressure wherever, whatever it is you haven't given over to God yet. Whatever your desire is that has been, hasn't been given over to God yet. That's where he's getting ready to apply pressure. He knows where you still walk in the flesh. He knows where you, he's going to apply pressure because he knows if he applies pressure, can I the enemy will have you looking like a fool. I, he'll have you looking because where he apply, where he's going to apply pressure in is where he knows you don't love the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul, with all your strike, strength, with all your mind, because that's the greatest commandment, right? So if I look divided in my relationship with God, then not necessarily the person, because remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against principalities. When I don't love the Lord, when my affection is not towards the Lord, when my affection is toward the other thing, anything, and that come on, Holy Spirit, and the enemy applies pressure on that thing that we hold to be true, to be higher, to that to be higher than God, then the thing is to get us to respond. See, the principality is looking to see how we respond when the pressure is applied. 
And however we respond when the pressure is applied, uh, lets us know whether or not we love the Lord thy God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, or whether or not we are given over to the idol. <laughs> Holy Spirit, teach us this morning. So wherever the wherever the pressure, wherever the pressure point is, wherever the pressure is applied, that's what we look for, because that's the greatest commandment, right? Because Remember again, remember again, his job is to ruin our testimony. My God, his job is to comfort our testimony. The, because why? Because he knows, go over to Revelations. My God, he knows we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So if in the pressure spot, I'm not testifying to how Jesus can heal. I'm not rendering the enemy ineffective with my words and with my love towards God, the principality, not the person, right? We've been working with people. We've been focused on people. The principality is looking for whether or not we're ready because he knows the principality because they real. The principality, whenever, however we respond, whatever we do, the principality is taking notes. Then the principality whispers into the ears of the person. See, they don't love Jesus like they say they do. See, they don't love Jesus like they say they do. You see, the principality, the principality, the principality is going to start speaking to the other person. See, they ain't sold out to God like they say they are. See, he's the principality is looking for the compromise. And because the other person, because the other person may not be able to recognize the principality, there goes the division. I got, I, my God, I'm going to give you a little bit more of this. There goes the division. There goes the division. There goes the strife. There goes the contention. There goes the argument, right? Because that's his whole job. If I... um cause division in your house, if I cause division in your marriage, if I cause division on your job, my uncle said it best when he was eulogizing uh, my aunt. We are to be the thermometer, I mean the the um, the thermostat and not the therm thermometer. So when the pressure is applied, if we just gauge the temperature of the room as the thermometer and go with it, right? If we just gauge it and we go with it, then that's a problem. However, if the pressure is applied and we become the thermostat, my God, come on now, and we become the thermostat, then we make the determining goal, whether the heat or what, what, how the temperature goes. We, many of us last season were not the thermostat. We were the thermometer. And so and when we came in the room or we came into the presence of a particular person or we saw something particular written on Facebook or we saw something someone said to us or we saw an eye roll or something else, then what happened as the thermostat Instead of being the instead of being the thermometer as the thermostat, whenever we walked in the room, however the temperature was gauged, we moved according to that. That's exactly what the enemy was looking for. He was looking for the division so that your testimony, even in your own household, could be rendered ineffective. My God, so that your love walk could be questioned so that whether or not you sold out. So what the enemy was looking for was he was looking for you to be given over to idols. 
I got, I got to get out of here. I'm not going to play with y'all because I could teach this all day. I could teach this all day. He was looking for, he was looking over whether or not you were going to be given their items. That's why when the Lord gave us the strategy, remember, in October, he started, he told us to start praying for hearts of flesh. Remember that conversation he had with us? He said, I need you to start praying for hearts of flesh. I need you to start asking me, remember, to remove you from your idols. I need you to start asking. 36, 24, and 37, he says, for I, this is what he was talking to him. He said, for I will take you out of nations. I will gather you from the countries and bring you back into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all impurities and from all your idols. This is why the altar was so important. This is why the altar was so important. This is why you needed the altar so that you could come face to face with God. Your altar was not about anybody else. Your altar was not about anybody else. Your altar was not about anybody else. Your altar was not about anybody. Your altar was so you could come face to face with God. So then when he said, I was sprinkled, he told us this was the instructions he gave us for this devotion. Start praying this scripture of your heart. I will sprinkle clean water on you. You will be clean. I will cleanse you from all impurities and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I'm going to remove from you a heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my degrees and be careful to follow my laws. Why? 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 Because it's the word that works on us. It's the word that works on us. But when the enemy was applying pressure, right? It's the word. It's the word that works. The word that works on us. The word that works. It's the word that works on us. It's the word that transforms us. It's the word that renews our mind. It's the word that's going to remove idols from our life. It's the word that's going to make our heart tender and responsive to God. It's the word. Because when the word is applied, the Holy Spirit is activated. My God, my God, I'm going to say that one more time. For when the word is applied, then the Holy Spirit is activated. The spirit of truth comes alive in you and then you begin to live according to the word. See, it's, it's deeper. When I plant the word into my heart, that's what the psalmist said. When I plant the word in my heart, then I shall not sin against God. I shall not sin against God when I plant the word in my heart. My God, when the word is planted, when the word is planted, then I shall not sin against God. I shall not sin against God. So, so, whoa, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my God, oh my God, my God, I thank you for this. So, 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 so when he starts telling, see, so the goal is, the goal is to get you to damage your relationship. See, and you really thought it was about your relationship with the other people, baby. It wasn't about your relationship with the other people. The goal was to get you to sin against God. <laughs> see, we've been making people our problem for so long. The goal is to get, to get you to sin against God. The goal is to get you to go against what God has said. The goal is to get you to keep from loving the Lord your God with all your heart, to blame God, to blame God, to charge God, to be at offense against God, to be mad, to be in unforgiveness, to be in pride, because see, God can't dwell amongst those things. Woo! 
God can't do it. So we thought it was about the people, really, but it was really about the relationship with God. So when when James comes and says, so submit to the authority of, that's it. I got to wrap this thing up. I'm going to have to keep teaching this thing. Y'all going to have to be on. Remember how we used to watch Young and the Restless and then we would be on a cliffhanger till Monday? Y'all going to have to be on the cliffhanger until Monday unless God wakes me up on Saturday and be like, teach some more of this, right? Y'all going to have to be on a cliffhanger. So when James comes and says to the body of believers, so submit to the authority of God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he's going to flee against us we the people the believers the church right we're supposed to stand firm on the word of God against the enemy because he is the adversary of God's people it is not people it is not people we put our focus too much on people it is not people it is not people it's not people. Somebody say that again. It is not people. People are not my problem. You need to type that today. People are not my problem. The adversary, the principality is my problem because what he's been trying to do is cause opposition between me and God. He's been trying to damage my relationship with God. He's been trying to get me out of alignment and out of the will of God so that I will not submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee. That's it. That's it. That's it. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. Only the Holy Spirit can teach like this. Only the Holy Spirit can teach like this. Father, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for the people of God today. I thank you for revelation in your word today. I drive out every menacing, every cantankerous spirit, my God, every demon, every devil in hell. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Enlighten us today, O oh Lord. Enlighten us today, O oh Lord. My God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Man, in Jesus' name, amen. This is so powerful. This is so good. I understand now why God was like, stay connected, stay committed. <laughs> stay connected, stay committed. He's about to transform your life, baby. He's about to transform your life. He's about to transform you through the word of God into the image of God. He's about to change your life if you will let him. My God, and it might be a little painful and it might be a little hard and in some places it might stick and it might prick, but he's about to transform and change your life. Change your life. Change your life through the word of God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see that the Man, I don't care what nobody's saying. This is about to be your best year yet. I decree and declare, my God, in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that this is about to be your... I, I like that, Shannon. I like that, Shannon. Shannon typed on Instagram, and I think we all need to say that today. The best Shannon is yet to come. I'm going to say that. The best Lakeisha is yet to come. I think you need to say that over yourself. The best Michelle is yet to come. My God, that's humility in that. My God, Lakita, the best Lakeisha. 
Laquita is yet to come. The best Teresa is yet to come. The best Jamaica is yet to come. My God, the best Candace is yet to come. The best Olive is yet to come. The best Niecy is yet to come. The J best Jackie is yet to come. The best Gwendolyn is yet to come. The best Victoria is yet to come. I promise you, yeah, receive that word today. My God. No, two things. One. Can I tell you something personally? I always start the year off with a seed. I actually sow first fruits. If the Lord places on your heart, if I were you, as a habit, don't matter the amount, I would plant into the kingdom of God on the first day of the year. I always sow on the first day of the year. I actually have a first fruit seed that I sow. If I were you, I would sow a seed on the first day of the year and open up the windows of heaven. My God, just open. Just do that. Consider that. Consider partnership. Always sow a seed. Plant a seed on the first day of the year. Two, make a fresh commitment. Make a fresh commitment to the word of God in your life. My God. So sow a seed. Consider sowing a seed. Father God, reveal to your people what seed they should, should sow. Go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Plant your seed there. Um, go to Dollar Sign LMJ Ministry. Plant your seed there. However the Lord tells you, however he tells you to sow that seed, sow a seed. I don't care if it's 50 cents. Don't worry about the amount. Do whatever. the Now, if the Lord tells you amount, do the amount. But don't worry about the amount. Be the chill forgiver and do what God has asked you to do. It's the first day of the year. Always plant seed on the very first day of the year. I promise you, I've seen the windows of heaven open over my life just because I honor God at the first part of the year. Two, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity and chance to start the year off right. To start the year off right. Don't, don't worry about the 30,000 resolutions. Worry about you being connected to Jesus so that you can be the yet best yet to come. My God, I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best as I can. Holy Spirit, I'm inviting you into my life. My God, thank you, for Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, and let me send you some materials and disciple you. <laughs> Let me send you some materials and disciple you. Oh, I'm so excited. Don't forget about our fast. 31 days, giving up one thing. I'm going to put the prayer targets in the email. I'm going to put the prayer targets on the Facebook wall so you know what we're praying over. We're going to pray. To, we're praying. The point of this fast is so that we grow closer in our relationship with God. Find one thing you can give up. Start today. I'll give you the prayer target. Let me pray the priestly blessing over you. Let me pray the priestly blessing over you. My God, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord deal kindly and graciously with you. And may the Lord bestow his favor upon you and grant you peace and grant you peace. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Mama Jeanette reminded me of something. She said, share the fast with others. Can I tell you something? My boys are fasting with me the next 31 days. They both decided something that they were not, they were going to give up. Ask your children to be involved in this fast. Don't bully them. Just say, hey, I'm fasting to grow in my relationship with God. Ask your husband, baby, I'm fasting to grow in my relationship with God. Can we 
fast? Can we fast together? Can we stand together? Um, and watch your family go. My boys are like, okay, this is what I'm giving up the next 30, 31 days, mom, so that we can stand together in faith. Also, as a household, that's going to be so important in this season. Your children are not too young to fast. As a matter of fact, a woman of God taught me recently, if you have prophetic children, you should be requiring them to fast and not even asking or uh, um, and not even caring what someone is thinking. I love you. God loves you. I'm so excited about this word. Hey, we have if today. We are right back in this thing. We will have if devotional. That's our midday devotional. I'll see y'all at 12. That's in our other special group. Ladies, Monday Bible study. We are also going to take, take communion together in the ladies Bible study. So Monday ladies Bible study, be there. If you don't have your book, it does not matter. I love you. Yeah. Bless my team. I speak a blessing over my team, my prayer ministry team today. Do you know how awesome them chicks are? Do you know how dope those chicks are? I love those chicks with all my heart. I know those chicks got my back. I know those chicks are for me. I know those chicks are for this ministry. My God, bless my, a special blessing on my prayer and ministering team today in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see y'all Monday morning, 5 a.m., some of y'all at 12 noon. Love, peace, and blessing. My God, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.